0: Hi, Jessica here. Welcome back to My Transgender Nation. Today, we have an interview with Sydney Heck. Good morning, Sydney. Good morning, Jessica. Thanks for coming today. Yeah, no problem. Sydney is the Director of Programs at Triangle Community Centers. He holds a Master's of Social Work from NYU and is licensed in Social Work from the state of Connecticut. Sydney has experience working with children and families as well as senior clients with a variety of backgrounds. So we have plenty to talk about with Sydney, Sydney, excuse me. So I thought we would start, Sydney, with Mm -hmm. you telling us a little
1: bit about your personal story. Yeah, sure. So, um, uh, you know, when I graduated uh, from Sarah Lawrence College way back in the day, um, you know, I kind of left there with not a lot of direction. I ended up going into lab work for a couple of years. Um, But, you know, I really didn't feel at home there. Uh, And so I casually started searching the internet to see, hey, if I could have any job, what would it be? And anyone that I found uh, needed a social work degree. So I went back to school to NYU and I got my license uh, for social work from from them and originally in New York City. Um, I got my first job in Connecticut. And so I transferred everything over there. Um, And I was working for a small non-for-profit that worked with kids in public housing, which I loved um but yeah and and uh you know so i kind of when when that was kind of coming up and i was ready for a change you know i saw the position at triangle um and it really spoke to me and so i um you know i applied thinking i would never get the job and somehow here i am um and it's really been been great to help you know our clients really find themselves and even if they have found themselves how to, you know, navigate a lot of that. I do, not only am I the director of programming, but I do a lot of case management for them as well, Um, using my social work background. And so a lot of it is connecting people to resources or just kind of being there. There's a lot of people in our community that uh, don't have family connections or not very supportive family connections. And so it's really important for them to have a sense of community and belonging And that's what i really love about the work that i do
0: excellent so tell us more about uh the triangle community center how how is it involved with the lgbtq community
1: yeah i mean it's kind of what we eat live and breathe right um so we are the largest lgbtq center um you know in connecticut and we primarily serve fairfield county so that's everything from greenwich you know that touches new york all the way up past past bridgeport there um, and in all sorts of directions. But with COVID, we've really accessed the whole state at this point. And that's a big thanks to, you know, Zoom and online programming. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so we have, you know, kind of our three major components is programming, which is what I'm in charge of, which is everything from AA to, um, you know, uh, social groups to youth groups to, you know, exercise groups, anything that you can imagine, I'm always looking to bring to the center to really have people, you know, engage in in the community and find people with common interests. Um, We also have our uh, counseling and case management department, which is our newest department. Um, And that involves things like helping folks have name changes, getting folks access to affirming care, um, receiving counseling at low to no cost. Um, and making sure that you know folks in our community really have access to those resources. And then our last department is our training department where we're hired by local government, schools, libraries, bookstores, you name it, we've probably done a training at it. And that's where we you know, go into the community and talk about the LGBTQ 101. What are pronouns? What are all these really cool words that we have? <laughs> How can you just not be a jerk, right, when it comes to, you know, dealing with our community and really kind of in giving that safe space for folks to ask those questions that they might otherwise be afraid to? It
0: sounds like a great program you have set up there.
1: Yeah, we 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 serve thousands of people every year um, in all sorts of different capacities. There's tons of overlap and some folks might just see us for one thing and then we don't see them again. Um, And it's been really rewarding.
0: In the transgender community, do you have um, an age group that you zone in on or are you pretty much um, encompassing the
1: entire range? I mean, for what I like to say is I like to, you know, we, we are really growing. And what that means is that, you know, uh, we engage folks. I mean, I've gotten calls for people who are like my six-year-old, and I'm like, well, that's interesting, all the way up to folks who are way, way older than even my grandparents, right? So we are really trying to run that entire gambit. I have youth programs specifically for trans youth, as well as, you know, programs that engage, um, you know, adults and and beyond. Um, so um if I don't have it, I'd love to have it. Yeah, um, yeah. and you know, e- even if you're not ready for a group setting, all of our ca- counseling staff is is trained in the LGBTQ community and is really able to engage folks on an individual level as well.
0: Interesting. So I would imagine approaching how you approach the younger uh, transgender group as opposed to the elders is very different because. The younger ones are so much more engaged and, and aware and, you know, grown up with this around them. Would you say
1: that's true? Yeah, definitely. I mean, a big part of whenever I'm engaging kids is it's not just the kids, it's their family as well. So we actually run our youth transgender group at the same time as our P flag group. Um, And the reason for that is so that parents can have their own space to talk about, you know, some of the difficulties they might be going through and have that supportive atmosphere as our kids are also being supported. Because that's a big piece of what I do when I am doing social work is that I can fix a kid all day long. But if I'm sending them to, you know, an abusive home or an unsupportive home or a home that just isn't ready yet. You know, all of my work gets undone, and so it's really, you know, a community-based effort to make sure that we're we're reaching folks on both fronts. Yeah,
0: sounds sounds like quite the task for sure.
1: Yeah, it's it's you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, and no. so you know, it's the little steps that we take that often can make the biggest impact. Do you think doing
0: business here in Connecticut is? Um, easy to do for uh, an organization like yours as opposed to other other places in the country or does the state of Connecticut make your life difficult?
1: I mean, you know, it's not a wholesale. There are times that, you know, I get a lot of calls from folks who might be living down South, particularly places like Texas or Florida, where folks suddenly have become feeling a lot more unsafe for a lot of obvious reasons. And they're looking to move up to Connecticut. That's not to say that Connecticut doesn't have its own work to really do. Yeah. Um, but you know we get a lot of grants from the state um, and stuff like that that we apply for through them. And that's because they are really acknowledging that there does need to be work still done in these areas and that, you know, TCC you, know, has the ability to do do these things, which has been really, really great. But that doesn't mean that, you know, I still get phone calls from folks that, you know can be a little un- unsettling. You know or or unsupportive towards the community and so it's really this you know we're a work in progress and we're definitely further along than a lot of other states connecticut has made it very clear that you know trans youth athletes will be allowed that they can use gender affirming bathrooms that there is access to gender affirming care um versus other states but that doesn't mean that you know we can just kind of put a bow on it and walk away yet sure So for people out of state that wanna take advantage of your resources, what's the best way for them to do that? Usually they give us a call. It's a little bit tough because we don't necessarily have resources in other states. We work with a lot of agencies in Connecticut to build those partnerships, to train them, to make sure that when we refer our clients out that they're going to a place that's going to be accepting and affirming of them. Um, When it comes to other states, um, I often recommend online resources. Um, They have access, technically, to a lot of our Zoom groups. Um, I get people out of state. I even have people out of country sometimes. Um, You know, Zoom
0: groups. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, on our virtual groups and stuff like that. So you know, those are really great ways. Um, And then you know, it's just sometimes finding them the resources in their own area uh, where they're living, just so that they you know, might have somebody who's a little bit more boots on the ground and integrated within their community.
0: Tell us a little bit more about your Zoom groups, especially for the adults. Uh, how does that work in the, for the transgender community? What, what, do you, what do you do for them in your Zoom groups?
1: Yeah, so all of our groups are free. Um, and so uh, folks can go on our website, which is ctpridecenter.org. Um, I try to keep that as updated as possible, and they can scroll through i always recommend folks reach out to the group leader to find out if the group is in person or online it's been really fluctuating between COVID, and sometimes that's just because the group leader might get sick but still want to hold the group and sometimes it's you know just because the cases are so high that folks get really nervous and i'm very understanding of that and so i encourage them to reach out and get uh, you know the Zoom link from there, um, and and engage in, in the group. Our groups are often open format, especially our transgender group, which is a peer support group. Mm-hmm. So it's run by someone who is transgender, who is is really speaking to the broader group, and you know in that everyone can kind of share and help each other, pick each other up, and have those conversations that might not be able to be had in mixed spaces. That sounds
0: very good. Very good. Yeah. So um, what advice would you give to family members that have someone in their orbit that is either
1: already transitioning or thinking about transitioning? Yeah, what I always say to folks is that, you know the greatest thing that you can do for somebody is to just be there. Um, you don't have to have every answer, you don't need to know everything and you're dealing with your own kind of emotions within that time and that's gonna be okay you know, the next step I always tell folks is to educate themselves. Online has a lot of really great resources from reputable sources about terminology, how to be accepting, hearing other people's experiences, you know, and, and sometimes that may not be enough or sometimes you might want more. And so that's where I encourage folks to engage with, you know, we have a P flag group to reach out to places like TCC and, um, you know, talk to somebody about it, really, really engage in the community. But honestly, we see, you know, suicide rates drop greatly, you know, over 50% when you just have somebody who accepts you in your life. And if you can be that person, right, if you can just be there and be like, hey, I don't understand everything, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to be there for you. That really does make all the difference.
0: Excellent. Excellent advice. All right. So let's now talk about somebody who is thinking about for themselves. They're thinking about, going through the process, they're scared, they don't know what to do, you know, granted, there's a lot of things online, but it's like, what do I do? How do I start? What advice would you
1: give to them? Yeah, for those folks, I mean, online can definitely be a scary place. Um, I always recommend folks, you know, go check out counseling, if that's and and therapy, if that's a a route that they can take, TCC right now, our our therapy as well as our case management is free. So I would encourage folks to give us a call or send us an email and and really engage in that. And that's going to be helpful later, too, because if you do decide to medically transition, you know, you need a lot of those like therapy, therapy letters and, and approval letters and stuff like that. Uh, which we can definitely do at TCC as well. And, yeah. you know, you don't even have to commit when you come to talk to us, right? You know, a lot of folks are are just figuring themselves out and need a non-judgmental voice. And that's where a therapist sure um, can really, you know, step in.
0: Do you do those in person or do you do them virtually or both?
1: Both. We do both online as well as in person when it comes to our therapeutic services. I mean, I even have some older clients who I see over the phone. Um, So we really try to make it as accessible as possible.
0: Excellent, great to hear. Um, I'm glad you decided to join us today. Your organization sounds like a great resource here in Connecticut. And um, I hope that it does well moving forward in the future. Uh, I'm glad that you could share all the things that are going on there with us today. Do you have any parting words of advice that you wanna give our community before we wrap this up today?
1: Yeah, I guess you know, uh, above all, to thine own self be true, right? This is, you know, it's not necessarily a destination; it's the process that happens in the middle of it, and a lot of that is going to be hard. And there are people out there that are going to be there for you. Um, and it might not be family, it might not be friends, but you you will find somebody who will be there for you. Yeah, um, and I wish you the best of luck. Be out there, isn't there? Yeah, no, it's it's you know, it's changed vastly since even when I was a kid. know and i'm not even that old right now right so you know it's it's an ever-changing you know environment and that is what i love about it is that it's just never going to be you know one thing
0: yep and as long as the political world doesn't get in our way it's just going to get better and better and we can you know help more people as we go here this is good all right well sydney thank you so much for joining us today again i'm jessica this has been an interview here on my transgender nation Um, You can find us on Facebook at My Transgender Nation. We have a website as well, mytransgendernation.com. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe our YouTube channel. Uh, We have more interviews coming up in the near future. And if you have any ideas on what you'd like to see us talk about, please send us a message and let us know. We'll do our best to accommodate you. Enjoy your day and thank you for uh, tuning in to us today. Take care.